0: It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent, Terry Story. She's a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, and she joins me in the studio. Hey, Terry. Hey, Steve.
1: (laughs) Thanks for having me. You're supposed to
0: say that at the end. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Let's talk about kind of the responsibilities of the broker in a transaction. You know, looking at ethics and, you know, home defects, which, you know, all homes have them and the MLS. How does that work, and what does the agent need to do?
1: You know, well, first of all, we ask the sellers to fill out a seller's disclosure. That way, it's a protection for them, for the agents, and it's disclosing anything that they may have knowledge to that they need to share with a potential buyer. The theory is, if a realtor has knowledge of something, for example, we'll use a sinkhole, If if the realtor knows that there's a sinkhole there and the seller tries to hide the fact that there's a sinkhole, well, that becomes a big problem for the realtor. They must disclose it. But as far as in the MLS, you know, the question is really, do you have to put that in the MLS? The answer to that is no. What's important to understand is that there is an obligation to disclose it, but not necessarily put it in the MLS. You're not going to say, hey, by the way, there's a sinkhole. Now, it's up to the discretion of the broker. If they want to advertise it that way, certainly they can.
0: Oh, well, like a, a sinkhole special. A sinkhole special. <laughs> you know.
1: Prices are down. 80% off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, I mean, the MLS to me is kind of a listing of the basic facts and with pictures and the like. So- at the next level, if you're interested, then you go the this next step deeper. Right. And as you get deeper, then these things get disclosed.
1: And honestly, if there's a sinkhole, let's think about it. If it's well, a two hundred thousand dollar neighborhood, and now the ha- <laughs> you're going to not going to be able to sell that house for a, a no, hundred thousand, maybe not even fifty thousand. So when you yeah. look at the price,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, the price itself <laughs> may tell you something for sure. It should. anyway. But I mean, a sinkhole is really a radical example, right? I right, mean, we're it is. we're talking about bad roofs or whatever things not.
1: And even with that. For the most part, you can even tell. If it's priced properly.
0: Okay, you can tell. Y-
1: yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, why? Why is this All such right. a good value?
0: I want to talk about empty nesters. So there is this idea that when your kids move out and there's just the two of you or there's one of you and you've got this house that's too big that you're going to sell the house, especially today, take a nice profit. Yep. And then you're going to be able to buy something smaller and, you know, kind of pocket the difference and live, live.
1: Happily ever, ever.
0: Well, live less, you know, live right. cheaper. So is that true in real life?
1: Yes and no. It depends on where you're moving to.
0: Well, let's, let's talk about that you're moving locally.
1: Okay. If you're moving locally, and, it, and again, it really just depends on the circumstances, what you have to factor in is lifestyle. So if you have a big house and it's a lot to maintain and you're going to downsize and go to a condo, where you, now you can travel and your are footloose, fancy free. Yeah, that makes some sense if that fits your lifestyle. Right. So it's, it's not only just, it's not going to be as cheap as you might think, but yeah. it, it affects your lifestyle because mm-hmm. now you want to travel. You don't want to have to worry about the house. Sure. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense if you're moving out of an area, go into a less expensive area.
0: So like if you lived in Florida, like we do, and right. you're saying, you know, we live in Boca Raton in the Southeast Florida area staying in Southeast Florida, the savings are probably not going to be that much. But if you were to move even North Florida,
1: that would be a a bigger, much bigger savings or
0: Tennessee or something like that, much bigger, much bigger savings. So that's the way you really can kind of book it. Let's say you're getting ready to retire and the equity in your home is an important part of your retirement plan Sure. to book that difference. Finally, of all that equity that you've been building over the years, you now want to, Capitalize on it, get it invested, and then live off of it. That's right. Having a lateral or even a downward move in in a local market probably will not give you the juice you need.
1: It may not, and that's when you have to really turn to your financial advisor to to look at your whole picture and see what they advise is the best thing for you.
0: You know, we were basing a lot of this off uh, an article that you sent to me, and I just want to mention that Carrie Carbonaro is quoted. Carrie is a CFP and. She uh, works for United Capital just like I do. So she is a colleague. So I just wanted to give her a little shout out. Carrie, congratulations that you got quoted in this article. So let's move on. So this is my favorite question of the day. A couple of weeks ago, I played golf. And I don't play that often. And literally, I hit a ball. And it was 100 miles an hour. And it hit a house. Okay? Ping. (laughs) And we're Besides my embarrassment, you know, I didn't break a window or anything, but here's the question. Who is responsible for damage caused by golf balls?
1: Ah, wow. Loaded question. Well, first of all, you really have to check with the association that you live in. I pretty much can guess that it's not going to be the golf course. I can tell you that it's probably not the association. So I suspect it's all in there that it's all on you, Mr. Homeowner, who oh. bought on a golf course. Oh, okay. Now, there is some liability, of course, on the, on the golfer. Yeah, the hacker. The hacker. <laughs> so the question is, did he intentionally try to hit your house and cause damage? So there's negligence.
0: Well, well, yeah.
1: Now you got to try to, A, find the golfer. Right. And then if you can find the golfer, is he willing to fess up? To well, it? I
0: tell you, if I had broken a window... I would have left my name.
1: You would have left yeah, a, a, a note would. on the broken window? I, I def- <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's
0: me. Hi, it's me, and tough luck. <laughs> no, I would, have, I would have said something, but I mean, I hit the side of the house. I, I don't think it caused any damage, but here's a statistic. In Palm Beach County alone, there are 300 golf courses, which translates to more than 500,000 <laughs> golf balls propelled into Florida skies, and many of which do not fly in the direction the golfer intended. <laughs> I think they were thinking of me when, when they wrote this. So it's not the HOA. It's the homeowner. Hey, look, the homeowner's got responsibility. You built a house on a golf course. Right. Okay? I
1: mean, come on. And, and, <laughs> I mean, really, the golfer has a responsibility. It yeah, wasn't intentional right for thing. you to try to go after him and sue him. You would have to prove that he, I mean, let's face it, how many good golfers are out there?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, <laughs> a lot not, less than you think. Right, right. right. So I got do the you. right
1: thing if you play golf, if you break yeah. somebody's window you know how many broken tiles there must be on roofs? On the roofs,
0: yeah. I always think
1: about that because, yeah. gosh, I know I've hit quite a few roofs yeah. and I wonder if they crack the <laughs> tiles.
0: At least you're getting the ball up. In I here. haven't
1: hit windows, but I certainly yeah. have hit roof tiles.
0: Well, again, I think that if you have a house on the golf course, you really should kind of turn it <laughs> 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 so you're not really exposing windows on that side. I mean, let's get real. Okay. I was really waiting for weeks to ask that question of you. (laughs) My guest, as always, is Terry Story, a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, and she can be found at TerryStory.com. Thanks a lot, Terry.
1: Thanks for having me, Steve, and let's go play golf. All
0: right.